When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers. My name is Sam Basher. I hope I just scared the shit out of you in your commute to work. And uh, as always, joining me is Mr. DJ Woldridge. That's we, me. We, 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 we've got a very fun episode for you today. DJ. Yes. What are we doing? We're talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths. Last week, the last two episodes, the finale of the most epic crossover in TV history just aired. And we sat down with our pal Roxy Stryer to discuss that. And we are excited for you to listen to it. Check it out right now. So this is normally... On patreon.com slash only stupid answers. They got this basically a week early. So yes. please enjoy the encore presentation of our finale review of Crisis on Infinite Earths and consider supporting patreon.com slash only stupid answers for as low as five bucks a month. Welcome, gang. <laughs> We're back. Super TV showdown. Back and better than ever. Yeah. Ooh, baby boy, boys and girls. It's all been building to this, says the CW execs. Mm-hmm. We're here. And we're, that's kind of true, though. Yeah, they, they didn't. They definitely Arrow episode one. They weren't like, you know, what? Eight years from now, they definitely weren't thinking that. They were definitely thinking Bebo's gonna murder a bunch of people downtown in Star City. It's gonna Spoiler. happen. Oh, sorry, we're getting into the spoilers, gang. We're gonna be talking about the final two episodes of Crisis on Infinite Earths, and with that, let's get into part four. This is the Arrow episode. <laughs> Stuck in the vanishing point, the Paragon search for a way to escape. Oliver reveals that he has. Become something else. The origin story of the Monitor and the Anti-Monitor are revealed. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> I, just to get right off the bat, I think this was the weakest of all the crossover episodes. Not that there was not stuff I really liked, one thing in particular. Of all of them this season or of all the crossover episodes ever? No, of all the crossover, oh, Crisis episodes. Just, this a- is the weakest of the Crisis episodes. because Not that there's not cool things. It just felt like... For one, this was the one time, you know, because they had the character characters explain three times what was happening in the in uh, the Speed Force, and this is the first time I was like, "Thank you," because I honestly don't I know what the it, fuck yeah. is happening in this. Like, what what's going on? You know what I mean? And so when they finally like, I think it's because uh, yeah, the monitor tactics we got split up. You're like, did you just skipped right over? Okay, I mean, you sure? You know what I mean? Uh, not again. I kind of saw it, but then they like. It was like um, you ever been on the Mummy ride at Universal? Yeah. It's like a big pop up scary thing. He's like, oh, he's there! Yeah. I trapped all my friends. <laughs> they scattered around, except for the ones that actually needed to be someplace. They got to where they were going. Sarah, but Kate was like, Bleh. you know, my really intimate memory with Oliver, where I'm just watching him and well, Ray argue. That's, that's the thing. It's Oliver's memories. Oliver's that memories that they're he's that worked the... for me. I'm so upset with you guys right now. Uh, I just feel oh, betrayed. If I may say overall thoughts, this was, I had a lot of dumb, dumb moments across all five episodes. I did enjoy four and five. You mentioned this off camera, four and five more than the first three. I think the first the first episode and the fifth are my personal favorites. The other ones in the middle just kind of like. I think it's two and five for me. They kind of float around. We'll get, we'll get, yeah. we'll rank them later. No, But no, we're going to no. go, we're going to walk our way <laughs> through news. it. First episode, uh, first part of I'm gonna part skip, four. Okay, I'm gonna skip my way through it because I liked it, so I'm gallivanting. All right, well let's talk. Let's gallivant our way over to Malantis. <laughs> this is the planet of the Guardians of the Universe, aka the little blue men from the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. But we, in fun fact, for the Crisis on Infinite Earths comic, Krona, one of the oh, fucking 
blue people goes back in time and sees the birth of the universe. For some reason, that's a bad thing. <laughs> so Lex Luthor and all villains that have ever existed across the multiverse go back, and literally hundreds of people are like, Krona, man, you gotta fucking not do that. And he's like, what? And he just goes back in time and he makes the anti-monitor. So that happens. In this, they really streamlined everything. It was like, monitor, you did it. You fucked up. Don't know how you got powers. Don't know why anti-monitor is called a different name. Who gives a shit? And then and that's what we got in this episode. Did I sum it up pretty well? Yeah, the, yeah, the origin's a little a little shaky because it's like we don't we establish what ha- why the anti monitor, but we don't know why either of them have powers. Mm. We don't know why the monitor is able to do the things. We know why he has the costume, which we didn't need to be explained. We, we do know that. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> I just think it's incredibly. Ri- I mean, first of all, you guys both talked about the uh, the the moment of the episode. We've mentioned Ezra Miller uh, prior to this, but like we can we can. Uh, fan out about that because that was real, awesome. real quick before we do that let's yeah never mind let's just go do it yeah <laughs> the only reason i want to do it is because i think that this really it, this happened pretty early shockingly on. early so that's why it just set the tone for me uh, in terms of i i won't lie to you guys i was really pissed off at twitter because i was doing my best to avoid spoilers but i saw ezra miller's name was just trending mm-hmm. and then you know if he's trending yeah. like what the hell else is he trending about right now somebody, someone tweeted me that photo yeah somebody tweeted saying that photo and you you did not tell me no. but then what i had to learn is i just i opened like ign and they're like the crisis confirms that the movie universe and the tv universe are connected so based on you telling me that and then i'm like oh there's only there's only like one of like, two things that this could be you know what i mean so i knew it was coming but so i knew cool. i knew it was coming in the two episodes that we had left at some point, Mm -hmm. the fact that this came in so early and uh, I I just, I've not been a, I've not been quiet about the fact that Ezra Miller is not my favorite uh, Barry Allen. You burned many an effigy about it. Yeah, I, but I think that, uh, and DJ, we were briefly talking about this before. I think it was just so smart that they did this because this is my favorite Ezra Miller, Barry Allen performance that we've seen. Best line read is when they both say, I'm Barry Allen. And he's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't mean? know what that means. Like, why are you, why do we look different? He's yeah. so fun and like kind of campy, but cool. And I, I just really liked him here. I feel like honestly, he was given some bad direction um, in Justice League. I don't blame him because I think he's a really talented actor. And um, from all of the stuff that we've read about his character, uh, truthfully, we know that like in interviews, he was saying that his character is on the spectrum. And I, I feel like like if you're not given clear direction on what to do with that, I think that he didn't know what that meant direction wise. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, what is there to play there? Or I don't know. I think that that can be really complicated. Um, it's a, a bold choice and an interesting choice, but then you have to actually like live that person's truth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to see that. Um, so I thought that this was a, a way more like intriguing character, somebody who had thoughts and was quick and was, a little quirky and weird and and unsure of himself and and those were all things that I was like wow actually maybe I could watch a flash movie with Ezra Miller yeah which yeah. is the first time I've felt that way so and it seems like he has Grant Gustin's blessing which is important to me mm-hmm. so for all of those reasons I was like this nothing else could happen this episode and I would be so happy right now well it's interesting I really wanted to, the reason we talked about it before the episode I really want to know your thoughts on that because I think 
that was strategic because it was interesting in the little in the i'm sure we'll get more of a breakdown um as some distance happens from it but my understanding of how things went down and i don't remember the names but a, a warner brothers exec on the movie side was like hey can he call like Mark Guggenheim? Can Ezra show up? And you're like, that's kind of the opposite of how I would have assumed that would have gone. You would think that they would have bet that Berlanti would have called and been like, hey, oh, can we make this? please, please, can you send us anyone, whoever you got? Yeah, and they and they asked Grant if he was okay with it, and he was on board. And and I think the reason is they now things are actually happening with Flash movie. They know there are fans like you that was like, well, Grant's my Flash. Mm-hmm. And this is a way to be like, hey, Grant's cool with it, so you all should be cool with it too. And I and I think it worked. It, wor- buddies, yeah. it worked. I so don't care can, that they're playing me. I I like to be played if it works. And it's kind of cool because in that interview, you find out that they had ra- wrapped an edit basically of the entire five part episode of oh, yeah. a uh, crossover. So this was something that they added later. He snuck up to Vancouver. Everyone was super surprised because some of the cast yeah. didn't even know they shot this. And uh, I'm sure it started like getting out, but some people were genuinely surprised when yeah. he was in there. And it just it stru- it fixed it worked well enough. Enough. Like if you start to get into the in between of like why is he there then yeah, or whatever no, that, it doesn't the, matter it doesn't ends, matter that doesn't matter and I I was telling Sam I kind of thought like would it have been cooler if it was like Flash is racing through the Speed Force and we see like Jay and Kid Flash and then Ezra and I'm like well that would have looked cool. But what do you want? You want the two to talk. Yeah. You want the two to like interact. Like that's the fun stuff. So when they're talking about each other's suits and everything, which is also a great way of like people that don't like Grant's suit or people that don't like Ezra's suit. It's like, hey, listen, each Flash likes each other's suit. Yours you know looks I mean? safer. Yours looks comfier. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he has to be bolted into his suit and you get to <laughs> – yours is like a pajama. So. I, I will say in that moment I was like, oh, one of these two people is a movie star. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. Like one, of them, and it, it was a very clear like. Well, there's no reason one of them was in the movies. You know what I, I mean. I kind of felt that way too. Yeah. Um, even He's though got I think a crazy that... angular face. So when I see him, like I really, you could be you, you doing it. And yeah. then there's You're some people like Melissa Benoist. I think is also a movie star. Yeah. Um, and uh, granted, with like Whiplash, and we have seen her before on, on that. Stephen Amell was Casey Jones. Uh, very good point. Um, but I, ju- I just in that moment, and I do think Grant Gustin could do that if he wants to. But mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, Ezra Miller looks like. The Flash. Yeah. Also, not to not Grant, because as is usually the case for crossovers, he really steps up his game, specifically in the last episode. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So there were some things about this episode, I guess, that I was like, "Mm mm-mm. But like Like when they were all staring at the anti-monitor, they were staring their feelings at him. That didn't even bother me. Focus. I think because I was in such a positive mood off the bat that I was like, that's cool. I liked that the Shadow Demon's... Uh, Ryan Choi's punching him with the strength of an average man. They're, I like Ryan Choi. They're going away. Oh, I I, did, no, I'm not knocking him. The, why are, Why is every, anyone scared of a shadow demon? You we even said we, him with a with a stick and it disappeared. Yeah, and also, shadow demons are weak. It's whatever. But but something I did like about this episode beyond the Ezra uh, thing is is I like Ryan Choi a lot. I think he brings a lot to the table. But even better, this continues to cement that John Cryer is great as Lex Luthor. So good. And it's it's no matter how dire, you could be in the most, literally universe's ending crisis, the most dire circumstances could possibly be. And Lex is still like, but what about me though? Yeah. How am I going to make this about me? You know what I mean? And it's it's great to have a character that's just that much of a piece of shit. I love yeah. and I love that Cars like you get to test it out. You test out the teleporter that could throw you into nothing. <laughs> it's like yeah, because you suck. Yeah, and somehow you got a sharpie and you rewrote a book. They can rewrite reality. Who cares? That part that, that part genuinely doesn't matter. But like I because I, I can't care about. There's too much that happens in this episode. Also, I'm like, of course, Barry fucking ran away. I like that they gave the explanation mm-hmm. that it was he didn't mean to. Yeah. 
Speed Force garbage made yeah. him get lost for a month mm-hmm. or two. Ryan does look good with a beard, though. I'll give him that. I like I him agree. with a beard. Do you wish that this was Michael Rosenbaum? As Lex, no. No, I, just neither did I. Yeah, which not was not cool. that I don't like Michael Rosenbaum. I, I love just, him, but I, just I like, was excited about this. Uh, the fact that I, I feel like John Cryer is probably going to be a regular on the new Superman show makes me really excited because I, I just I, I just like the energy he brings to it. And I, even though we don't get a lot of villains in it, the, there was a moment where I thought we were going to like do a switcheroo and have Lex become the big bad. Like when they were going back to the Dawn, Dawn of Time, I was like that would be more interesting than whatever's going on with the ending monitor because he's just an idea of a villain, you know. That's weird. Uh, Osric, who plays Ryan Choi, plays a person named Kevin Trano. Was one, one of my friends growing up. Just weird. It was weird. Yeah. A name I've never heard before. That was weird. Uh, but him being paired up, and also you get that narration in the beginning of him explaining what he's going through because he literally had the most normal life two seconds ago, and mm-hmm. he was a slight fan of Ray Palmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bad, bad, bad news. Bad uh, news bears. I also like. I think this is a great description of a lot of my feelings on it. On paper, I really like this, even though execution was a little over the map. I like Oliver as the Spectre. I could, do too. Could we have explained what the Spectre was before Crisis or at all even? You know what I mean? Like, What maybe? does he do? What is it? What was Jim Corrigan He's doing? He's the spirit of the multiverse. But I do okay. like that they tried to yes, explain with like, are you Oliver, Queen? Because like, can I trust you? I am and I'm not. Yeah. I am Oliver Queen. I thought that that was like... At least we got, he is and he isn't. You know what I think is the big flaw of this episode, at least for me? And I, I think it's, a, it's a, a failure of editing. Because I think what's suppo- what, what I think is supposed to be happening is we have all these characters that are, some of them are trying to stop the monitor, which ends up not working. Uh, uh, and some of them are in the speed force going to moments where Oliver had to learn to trust other people. And so the idea is we need to trust each other. And so I think in that moment when they're like, well, how are we supposed to stop this? We each represent these things. Instead of them just like as their big moment of stopping the monitor, you could have edited in scenes th- from throughout all of their shows where they learn whatever their thing is. Is Kara justice? Hope. Hope. She's hope. And and uh, Batwoman, somebody's child. Courage. Courage. Whatever. These moments where they learn these aspects of themselves. And so it's still them thinking about whatever Superman? their thing is. Like, well, Superman was truth, yeah, and now it's Lex. Which and is kind of funny have... because he, he, he explains his own truth. Of, it, it, he is never... He's double crossing, but he's still staying true to who he is, which is a piece of shit. And, and he is that through and through. And he, he does not change. And I think maybe it would have been more interesting instead of the Spectre and Annie Monitor just throwing beans at each other. Maybe they have a more philosophical. I I don't know. I got caught up in the way Legion depicts supernatural battles, and I'm like, you could have done something more creative, and you could have had the Annie Monitor be like, listen, Lex Luthor is a great example of truth. The truth of humanity is you guys are a pieces of shit, and Oliver could have been like. That yeah, sometimes so you can have him, but also, but also, and we go through by cutting in these characters, multiple seasons for each of these characters, these moments where they learn this and establish why them being in the speed force mattered. Because again, it was where Oliver learned and Oliver's big arc since episode one, but also the season is trusting other, these other people. And like Oliver came in like, yeah, Lex is a piece of shit, but I trust these other people. And I've learned that. And and now suddenly we have an emotional investment in what's happening. But instead what we got is just our characters lined up staring at nothing. And the CGI is kind of wonky. And you're like, well, you know, I'm glad this is actually isn't the last episode. <laughs> it was the end of episode four that Oliver 
no more, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was a cool moment where I realized that for three episodes, we dragged around a corpse of Oliver to reanimate. Then his soul went off with Jim Corrigan. So that means his body could be just running around murdering people (laughs) somewhere because of the bloodlust. Keep that in mind. Uh, also, uh, they... It's on another Earth, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's somewhere else just running around murdering. That's a zombie Earth. Uh, yeah. Everyone's got one. Uh, I get what you're saying. You got a good pitch. But at, since episode one, there have been just straight-up rip-offs of the Crisis on Infinite Earths comics just to fill the void so it looks like they're doing the story that fans want. Why is Harbinger there? She brings people together. Why does she turn evil? Don't know. Priya, he has his own powers and stuff, but also anti-monitors using him. Why? Fuck you, that's why. And like, just the, and why is the Spectre here? Because he needs somebody else to fight him. There's no real reason for it, so it'd be cool if they took did something deeper, but at the same time, they mainly just want to get the shots from the comic book onto the small screen, which... It is what it is. It, it was cool seeing them fight. I like that Lex gave himself powers. Also, really cool shot when they land on Maltus to um, to to go talk to the monitor. He uh, Kara flies up, does a loop de loop, and catches Ryan before she yeah. lands. Yeah, and Lex cool. just takes a tumble. I'm like, oh, and pra- practically, it looks like you guys kind of did a, a stunt or something. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. Um, and the and the threat in this episode that they could have fallen out of the Speed Force into nothingness that was kind of fun as well. Yeah. But overall, you know, like, it's really hard to hear what the Spectre and Anti-Monitor were saying because all the voice modulation that was on them. I was like, this It was is- also weird because Spectre had a different voice modulation earlier that I thought was really good. And then they changed it at the end and I was like, well, what, yeah, is, deeper. what is this? Um, I, another element I liked, and I, I want your thoughts on this, um, Roxy, is I thought Oliver dying for what, like a third time uh, is was not as moving as it could have been, except that... I like that these shows know their characters enough. Like, of the people that are here, who should be there when Oliver dies? It has to be Sarah, Sarah and Barry. Has to be. Ryan Choi and Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Huh? You uh, doing okay? <laughs> no, I, I agreed with this for sure. But I also felt like it wasn't as poignant as it could have been because this is what we did for episode two, one, one. one. So, like, it just felt like we were hitting the same beat. And because we know there's two more episodes of... Arrow left. One of those is a backdoor pilot for uh, Canary. Yeah. But yeah. one of those is Arrow. So we have to assume that Arrow's in the finale of Arrow, right? <laughs> one would think. So I just don't know what this means. I really, this is, they're not going to do this. And I don't think anybody else is going to be in the same boat as me. I want the, keep them to keep him as the Spectre. So like every, like like next crossover, they can just have Stephen Will show up for like a scene as the Spectre. Like I just, I, I think it's really cool to have Oliver Queen as the fucking Spectre. That's so cool to me. I will say I did like the effects of what the new universe looked like. That Like the joke that it's like, oh, it's a little small. It's like, it's going to get bigger in like a second. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that you do get like a sense of the cosmic threat a little bit occasionally throughout the throughout the crossover and that was a moment that I was like oh this is kind of beautiful but it also kind of feels like it doesn't mean anything because we already saw Oliver die and that and I actually really liked the scene when he died yeah. I thought it was emotional the, the music cues were really good and throughout this entire crossover we get like little cues of like the Tim Burton Batman score and the Richard Donner Superman score and stuff and so I'm glad that I think his name is 
Right, Tom, uh, um, you know what the, the, about? The, the composer. Composer. It is. He does um, all of them. His last name's Neely because he's the brother of Tom Neely, who oh. did the cover for one of my comics. Very cool. Yeah. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them. And no, anyways, I just I really like the music cue. And as a final note, I liked that they ended there. And like the Crisis on Infinite Earths comics, it doesn't end with the end. You get we get a little epilogue to figure out what's next for all of our heroes back on Earth, and that leads us into part five, a special DC's Legends of Tomorrow episode. Here's a synopsis. Worlds live, worlds die, nothing will ever be the same. That's the quote. Oh, and guess what? We got that tease from Elseworlds. Remember we saw Psycho Pirate and Deegan in mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum. They say the quote from Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they are nowhere to be seen <laughs> in this entire... We, in, we introduce three new characters, but nothing about them. But who gives a shit? We got Earth Prime now. We're back. Everyone's fine. Lex Luthor's a good guy. And uh, anything else different? Oh, Bebo. He's back. Yeah. What's happening with Black Lightning? He's there now. His family. Freeland's there. All the shows now are all on the same earth. But his family is back. Wait, oh, hold on. Hold on. Because I feel like we're getting way ahead of ourselves. So we start off, even though it's a Legends episode, we start off with Supergirl. And we find out that, that like Lex is now in charge of the DEO. Am I getting ahead of myself? I feel like that's episode four. Like, I just don't understand the consequences of anything. Of, of what happened? With now our main, war, the main, I guess, three worlds, Black Lightning, Supergirl, and the Flash Arrow I world, get they're all, all in the same world. place, but we, so we get all of the, char- like, all of the people are all just, but it's not his people. No, they're his people. Even the ones that disappeared. Yeah. They reappeared. They reappeared. Okay. All the main characters are individuals, and everyone else is cannon fodder. And yeah. So they okay, get okay. combined right. into one person. Okay, yeah. I'm with you now. Fun fact, did you put up the Marv Wolfman Marv Wolfman, one? yeah. So, so, writer of Crisis on Infinite Earths, also a million other things. Fun fact, he meets these two people and is like, can I get an autograph? And it's just weird, because he killed both those people in his, <laughs> in his comic book <laughs> yep. event. And someone else pointed this out, that That's Supergirl awesome. had to pull the pen cap off for the Flash. That was kind of, because she's strong. Yeah. That's great. Because she's strong. Because she's yeah. strong. No, I thought that was a fun yeah. cameo. I like. I actually think having Legends be where the finale lands was a very smart choice. Really? Because, because the, it, this, it, this, the last episode did not feel like an Arrow episode. This, the energy behind it and the way things kind of happen and everybody kind of not taking things too seriously is very Legends. Agreed. And so it allows for like, Bebo shows up. You know what I mean? Like, and Sargon the Sorcerer is the cause of it. And every, all that stuff. Do you stuff. think people were confused by Bebo? Probably. Oh. If you've never watched Legends, 100%. Paint you a picture. My girlfriend joined me because I was just doing, I was taking notes for like the Easter eggs and everything because I did a new Rockstars breakdown. And I was like, you can watch with me. Because she was doing some other work. Mm-hmm. So, but her eyes got glued on when Bebo showed up and she's like, what the fuck is this show? Because I'm like, I can't, I cannot explain to you what this is. And she's like, this is really bad. And I'm like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I it's actually it. not. It's, it's all it's because not, of but, fans, though, right? The only reason Bebo's there is because of what the fans were able to, like, we dude, loved yeah. Bebo so much. But I also think another yes. one, I like the, the joke leading up to Bebo, like, it's a long story. And then, like, oh, I remember they told me that that happened. All right, I guess it's not. Yeah. And it's jokes like that. It's like, I'm glad this is Legends also. Because interestingly, and I don't know if this is going to be the truth moving forward. But it feels like they're positioning Sarah as like what Oliver was to the universe. Sarah now is, which I like because I really like the character and I like her. And I never thought I'd care about like Sarah and Barry hanging but out. Is but like they're seen together. Stick really... around. They got another season. I know they got another season. Five seasons. We have five seasons That's of Legends of like, Tomorrow. Do you think we're gonna have six or seven or eight seasons of Legends? I, you know, in a, in a perfect world, in a just world, in the right timeline, we'd have 
20 seasons. <laughs> we have all of rotating I love cast. Legends, but, but even then, like, I think maybe, maybe also it's just a nod to like of these characters, Sarah's been around the longest. Praise Bebo. And, <laughs> and been on the most amount of shows and, Very true. and is the most talented. And I, really, I, I don't even mean that as a knock to anybody else. I just think she's she a is. star. She yeah. carried, they needed to create a whole show that she could carry. Yeah. She, the, Legends is great, and yeah. it works because of the many parts, but she is definitely the linchpin that holds it all. She's a cornerstone. She's the goddamn foundation. Did want to say, the I don't remember Barry and Sarah ever really hanging out before. Mm-hmm. They probably have spoken, of course, but that that moment where she brings up that no one she knows before she died yeah. the first time is around anymore, and that's really sad. Anyone yeah. that she got to know is gone now. Anyone yeah. that was important to her at, in her adolescence, her real sister's dead. Yeah. Like, which it, I realized that in the Speed Force, I was like, oh, there's the other Laurel. <laughs> I know, I know. Weird. Uh, also, mad props, because as fun and, and relatively lighthearted as this is, you do get a moment, like, God bless David Ramsey, when he's like, Oliver died twice, and I wasn't there for either. You're like... Because I didn't even, I didn't honestly, I didn't care about either Oliver death in this in this crossover. I thought both were pretty weak. Uh, but that moment, you're like, oh, Diggle, somebody yeah. hug Diggle. And uh, I do fun connection to Crisis. Uh, anyone who was, they all basically like did a race back to the birth of time or whatever bullshit. Yeah. And anyone who was there in the comic remembers what happened before, and they remember the Crisis. Same thing in this. And I was like, that's oh, that's kind of cool. And then thankfully, Marshall Manhunter is around and be like. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, nothing. And I like and I like that because I'm like, oh, Martian John. That Everyone was actually Oliver is the one was, that did that to Barry in the in the episode before. Mm. What'd you do? Everything I touched you. <laughs> I, I was glad that we used it for this. It, I liked it a lot better than when him and his brother make up because like, Wait, we, we're on a time crunch. Just think of my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what you saw it from my point of view. <laughs> um, and we do get one final throwdown with the monitor that I, anti monitor, excuse Big me, that mo- I thought anti-monitor. was better. But I think what makes this episode better than the last one is um, we talked about, and we'll get into it more. We talked about, like, I think, I, I don't think there's any reality where this could have been more ambitious than it was. But, like, no, you just don't have the money to make giant anti monitor look good. You just don't. But they tried. He but, did. He did not look great. Yeah, but you still get. I, I thought the, I got them it. teaming up and fighting was cool, and also going now Black Lightning teaming up with Heat Wave and uh, Frost. Just seeing Killer Frost and Heat Wave together was cool. And then you have Black Lightning. It's like the three legendary birds: Lightning, Ice, and Fire. Um, um the Bible. Oh, you mean Pokemon? Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and the Bible of Pokemon. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah, his Freeland is now part of it. And I, I've got to be honest with you. Just if I were just to watch these crossovers. Once again, Black Lightning is the dopest motherfucker. Dope. Every time he's in, it's like, wow, you are so much cooler than everybody else in the room. You're so cool. You know what I like is that he's like, Martian John showed up, and then I hustled over here, and I'm like, <laughs> you mean John flew over and then ditched you? <laughs> and was like, hey, just so you know, your life is a lie. And then he was like, and just so you know, and like, there's like the devil's coming up somewhere. We need your help, but take your time. Uh, I- Figure out if there's a plane that'll take you quick enough. No problem. I, I think that speaking of like, if you watch this, then you think Black Lightning is the coolest. I think somebody they underutilized, um, which is silly because they're trying to get viewers on her show, is Kate. 
I think that Ruby mm-hmm. Rose, um, I, it, the stuff that she did in the first three episodes, yeah, she was a bigger deal, a, in the first a way three. bigger deal. Um, but I, I still think she did a pretty good job in this crossover. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw a lot of people on the internet shipping her and Alex. Of course, there's so because, because her current girlfriend's kind of boring. Remember when she <laughs> brought out a shield? Kelly, uh, they're married basically. Oh, Alex is. I thought you meant yeah. Kate. So no, no, like, no, 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 no. Alex is his uh, wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I gotta admit, like, yeah, Kelly is the most boring. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like when when things were changing, I was like, I don't, I had a suddenly I had to pit myself like, wait, could we have done this and they didn't merge the earths? <laughs> could we have gone through all of this and they didn't merge the damn earths? And I'm glad they did because now we get stuff like this. And I don't know about you guys, but when I saw this, I'm like, that's cool. cool yeah, that yeah, they can just hang out. It doesn't have to be like world ending. They can just now watch TV together. Then they don't have like a magic button that's just made. This was like one of my favorite. I th- I saw this uh, still going everywhere on the internet as well, and I think it should because it was so cool. It was so cool. They're just like th- three badass women just chilling. Yeah, and and that's what CW has created, and like obviously all the major Sarah uh, Lance moments as well. But just. We don't have to force it. It's not like where's the where's the token woman for the shot? We need one of a woman. Like, Let's have all the women team up to help Captain Marvel, even though she doesn't need it, just to, so we can say they're there. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene when I watched it the first time, and then after watching it, literally I, thinking about it for a second, you're like, oh, this. I is, still this love is it, pandering. but only for my soul. Yeah, but not it's like, but it kind of sucks because then like Gamora shows up, and it's like you have the least connection to all the people here. <laughs> you ju- you just showed up from like it's eight years in the past. Who gives a shit? Um. Uh. When yeah, we get to the ending. Ryan Choi, I thought was gonna put on the Adam costume for just like a second because mm-hmm. he talks about that he because they build the shrinking tech together. Also, I did like the moment where Jean gives Nash his memories back and he has like a full mental breakdown. I'm like, that's cool. I like. Also, that. I liked that it wasn't everybody just punching the anime monitor. You had your smart people over here tinkering and stuff, and then you had the people fighting, and then again Barry always being significantly cooler in the crossovers than he ever is on his damn show. He's fighting, and then you're like, well, they need you, and he goes over because. Because he's smart. Yeah. He's a really smart guy. Yeah. And he helps him. Be, and he's able to do it really quick. It's like, oh, where's this flash all the time? You're so Forensic cool. scientist. And then we get three people shooting guns at a god. The <laughs> wild dog. Oh, Dreamer's there. And I'm like, there's never been a universe. There's never been a story. And there never will be where Dreamer and Wild Dog are written next to each other. That just won't happen. That will ne- That will. Never ever happened, pretty cool. but we're pretty cool. Um, but yeah, now everyone can be on Legends if you want to. Oh, mm. speaking of um, changes and stuff that happened, I forgot. Uh, with uh, and you were mentioning Diggle. Mm-hmm. Yo, Diggle's kid situation just got even crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got both both his kids, right? Yeah, no, but and not, not a little bronze tiger in sight. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Sarah's ba- Sarah's back, which is good because. Barry kind of killed her a little bit and turned her into a, it turned her into a boy. Yeah. Everybody killed her you don't want to do that. Well, you know, you don't kill kids, don't. Barry. Don't uh, do that. I mean, it's your right to choose, but like you know, once yeah. they're out, you then been alive for nine years or something. Yeah, that's. But different. also, I, it does give me a little bit of hope. I think Roxy and I have been on the same page that we're not exactly the most excited for uh, uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries. But this this That's a nice way to put it. Crisis gives you a moment to have a reset. Like, listen, we can we can go look at the show from scratch. Basically, basically recreate the entire premise for it because now things have been reset. If they do, but yeah, let's hope <laughs> they take it. At least like streamlining the Diggle Kid situation, streamlining you know all that stuff. We can like. We can reset it. And also when they're like, there's no Felicity looked everywhere. There's no way to find uh, Oliver. He's in the future. If the, if the next few, if the next episode's in the future with the daughter, 
is going to be in the future. Is the next episode in the future? It's the backdoor pilot. For I know it's the backdoor pilot, but I, the word on the street is that yes, it is. They came is back in the to us, but they're back to where they were. Yeah. But Mumbo, that finale for last season at Arrow, Felicity goes off with the monitor. Yes. Like, Where's your husband? He's like, he's been here the whole time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so he's got to be somewhere. So mm-hmm. what is then? So with the backdoor pilot, are we going to see any of our any of our like OGs? Probably not for the backdoor pilot because it's a backdoor yeah. pilot, but definitely for the finale. Well, De- I feel like gotta be for the finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Felicity's uh, coming back for the finale. Yes, but for the but but, but I, I thought that Felicity was coming back for the last two episodes. Just the last for, for right now, maybe two, but so far it's just the one. Uh, really quick, uh, did want to just kind of wrap up this episode. We can start speculating for like the future of the other shows, but we get to see uh, flashes of the multiverse, which we'll come to in a second, but wrapping it up, we see new Hall of Justice. Yes. The outside looks the same as the uh, as what like it does in the Super Friends cartoon, Black Lightning and everybody, they have their own chairs. That was really, really cool to see. It's my favorite moment in all of any of the crossovers that we've had. That's also when a Flash says, thanks, Superman. I was like, oh, that's, uh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we we find the plane has landed. Yep. This was so cool. Oh, yeah. This and was such a great moment. Let me paint a picture for you. Barry used this research center Two years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago, actually, for, invasion, for yeah. invasion. That's what they planned. That was the last time we saw him here. And in this episode, three years later, he says, yes, this is an old Star Labs research facility. And in the end, we hear a live animal has broken out of a cell. Mm-hmm. And we see other cages there. Could Gleek have been eating the other test subjects and he's like a rabid animal now? He's not the fun monkey sidekick to the Wonder Twins anymore. He's a monster, and he's got to be put down. Mm-hmm. It's something to sit on, something chew to think on about. it, figure it out. But I, I liked uh, I liked it for a couple reasons. One, they're literally with the inclusion of Ezra Miller. There's literally not a stone left unturned mm-hmm. as far as the multiverse goes. Like it, there was a Superboy show before Smallville, but nobody cares about that. Like as far as like things people care about, we saw Batman sixty six universe. We saw the Tim Burton universe. We've seen the Richard Justice Donner. League, Richard Don. Like literally, it's all. There and so this is a final nod to the the Titan. Super Friends cartoon, which, by the way, I know it's like the the big star on the table is supposed to be like Justice League. I, I people online have been calling the this group the Super Friends. It's like the the vibe of this team is more Super Friends, and I think that'd be really fun. But it's like so now we get an acknowledgement of the Super Friends cartoon with Gleek, and we know like I remember back in season one of Flash, I remember seeing the Grodd cage. I'm like, oh, that's a great Easter egg because we'll never see Grodd. It's like now we know. It's like we're going to get Gleek. It may be two years from now, but Gleek's going yeah, right. to show up. And he might always be in the background out of focus, but <laughs> he's going to be there for Throwing a shit. Shit. <laughs> Like really making a fucking mess. Um, and we'll probably see the Wonder Twins. And I think that especially if they're closer to like the interns they are in the Wonder Twins comic right now, mm-hmm. that'd be great. I'd love them to be interns in the Flash TV show or Legends. They don't work on any of the other ones. How crazy was it just to see all their logos? Very yeah. cool. I and mean, Black Lightning's was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> big Y. <laughs> it gave me the chills though like we've we've spent eight years working towards this yeah that's so cool mm-hmm. oh yeah. i love this we moment. can finally no. take a break we can finally rest like oliver and <laughs> go to sleep just kidding the shows are coming back but and more of them more There's be even more like star girl which is now on earth the new earth 2 which in the shot we see we see uh star girl stripe played by luke wilson yep uh in the in the armor as well as a young wildcat 
uh, a young hour man and a young Dr. Midnight. They all look like they're teens, which is what yes. they've been teasing as like a new Justice Society. Which we- will be interesting because Earth 2 had a distinct thing going on. So these shows are going to have to tackle that in where's some Jesse? way. <laughs> Where the yeah, fuck where's Jesse? Where's Jesse? Where's Wells? Uh, Getting to- dumber by the second or whatever is <laughs> happening to him. It's a wild. It's a young wildcat. Yeah, they're younger. They're kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Teen, I just didn't realize that was wildcat. Yeah, I mean, you, if it's just a society cat yeah, things yeah, here, yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah, yeah. that. And there have been female. There's like female wildcats. Yeah, do whatever you want. Earth twelve. It's Green Lantern movie. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Green Lantern. We got a nod to Maltus, where the Guardians are from. We heard the Tome of the Guardians, and now we've seen the Green Lantern logo. That's it. They yeah. got. They can't do anything else. They can't make more. Maybe this is a fun nod to the HBO Max Greg Berlanti Green Lantern yeah. show, but it's they just coming, don't have yeah. any footage, so they just use what they had. They show no definitive characters. It's just the logo. Cool. Earth-19 Swamp Thing, R.I.P., Earth. I did like him sitting in the rain. It was a really I don't it, I missed some of those episodes. I don't know if it's from an episode, but what? it was yeah, but it was it was a really evocative. Still not him. I still hope they get him to hang out with Constantine. Oh, a boy can dream. Uh, Earth Nine Just is feel Titans. lucky you got Constantine. That's true. Mm-hmm. Constantine, mm-hmm. both. Uh, we also get Earth Nine is Titans, and for some reason, Earth Twenty One is not Titans. It's Doom Patrol. A little as well. bummed that they're not on the same Earth. But yeah, you know, why, why is that? I didn't understand that. Apparently, so there was word on the street that the original Titans season one finale had the Doom Patrol from the show portal in from another dimension, I guess because the chief is different. I guess we can't recast an actor without it being a completely different dimension. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm not. It a, doesn't seem like a huge deal, but I also just don't prefer it. Uh, and, and kind also, of annoying. Yeah. yeah, and also like, but we do know the Justice League exists in the Doom Earth Twenty One Doom Patrol world, so there's no reason that like the Titans can't be like a thing on that world. It's just not the Titans we're watching, which and, feels like a bummer. But, but they made a definitive decision, and Earth Ninety Six is the Kingdom Come slash. Richard Donner slash Superman Returns Earth. I liked just that rewatching cool. them. Yeah. They just amalgamed all the Supermen we've ever seen and all the Batman people wanted to see into two characters. Kevin Conroy was like, it's Kingdom Come, it's Dark Knight Returns, it's Ke- it's literally Kevin Conroy, the voice of every Batman you've ever heard, yeah. and he's a murderer, but also he used to be cool. Every villain you could ever think of was in this done and, yeah. and it's batman beyond kind of yeah then they murdered him and they're like you're not getting him ever again and we're moving on even tim burton's batmobile was in that shot they did him yeah with this superman it's literally every superman you've asked for minus red sun yeah you're done you're, we're using the lois and clark red one superman would have been cool would have been cool but we also have two super sons now we have he has two kids which is yeah, that was wild yeah, yeah. wild information and maybe they're older too because they're like you got to go check on the kids and they're like Kid, boys. I don't know how I feel about that. Two kids, the two of them. Two well, now they're the super sons. It, yeah, but it'd be cool. One of them was Damien. Maybe one of them just had the personality Damien. of Damien. Yeah, <laughs> one's a little shit. <laughs> one's the one you want to beat the shit out of. How old are you thinking? Bart Simpson. What? Uh, it's like Bart Simpson. Uh, like you're thinking they're teens, tweens, tweens. I mean, like a kid. Kid actors, it's t- sad Nothing rules better and stuff. than tweens on television, yeah. am I right? Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> tweens. They're always my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I think it might be Jason. I think it's Jason was the name of the kid from Superman Returns, which Ugh. the the which that Superman mentions. Yeah. He mentions that he has a son with that name. Um, could be that. Could be Chris. Christopher. Could be Clark Kent Jr. Could be Sam. Which would be fun for me, but also Sam Lane for Lois Lane's dad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. See, it's not out of nowhere. Yeah. Could be. Could be DJ. <laughs> could be. Could be Roxy. Could, there we go. Yeah. Could would be Winona. Oh, where'd she go? No, she's back. She was chilling you. with me for a minute. Oh, she came and gave me a hug. Well, so we're winding are, it down. Yeah. So those are all. Oh, and his new his new logo was cool with the yellow. It's, it is really cool. I like the black, but also that that yellow is, is fun and nice, and he seems happy. And it's cool, and, and I like. There's a chance that he got his all of his family back, which would have been really nice if they did that. There's a him. there's also a practical reason to be like, hey, by the, other people show back up, and I like that. I, I like that it's one of those like, yeah, these worlds merge, but you know, the Justice League movie universe is off doing its own thing or mm. whatever, and all that stuff. So where do we think we go from here? Uh, in terms of our shows, in terms of our shows, yeah. What's next for everybody? Black Lightning's got up against Markovia. That's it. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Uh, uh, what about uh, Supergirl? Is, is Black Lightning going to like explain to his family what happened? Yeah. Well, because Jennifer turned into dust and floated away. So we got to talk about that. We have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, DJ, do you have any I don't. I don't have any thoughts, have any thoughts on, on that. Listen, accept it. Like. He's so cool in this crossover. Like everything he said is just so badass. His new costume looks so cool. The character's better than the show, which is a bummer. What it's, if Flash it's like shows Black up? Lan- it was like Black Panther in Civil War, where it's just like everything. He's just like, oh, you're so badass, man. You're so cool. I mean, he was cool in his own movie too. Yeah, but he was not as developed as every other character in that movie. But yeah, he was still yeah. Cool. But he was in that in that movie. He was more like, I'm a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't have as much personality. You know. Um, but yeah, big big fan of Black Lightning in these crossovers. I think if I if I was just watching crossovers, he would have been a standout for me. Does for you because you're not really watching Supergirl too much, and I don't know where you're sitting right now with Supergirl this current season, with Lex being a the same, but with Lex being a good guy now and Lena kind of being good guy now, is it more interesting to you like returning to that season that they're both somewhat involved like they're the bosses now lex is a good guy though no, but the no, world perceives no, him exactly as a good guy. so now she, he she has to report yes to I, him yeah yeah because i i liked that scene i'm i'm curious but this version of lena though where is she at with supergirl they said that both lena and lex are big fans of supergirl no but where is she at with kara supergirl the, like does she know yeah oh, oh i'm guessing since Everyone in Supergirl circle before the crisis knew Lena knew and was mad, and Lena was doing bad mm-hmm. stuff. But now they're like, no, Lena and Lex are good guys. But is this going to give? If she doesn't know, does this give Kara the opportunity to go tell Lena and Lena to be? Oh, have a redo, yeah, or maybe make the same mistakes all over again. <gasps> More likely, mm-hmm. maybe because when they told her last time, she was like, "Well, you didn't tell me soon enough," and then she started killing people, and you're like, "Ugh." I get it. But it's also, I hate knowing drama. that Lena's capable of doing whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm more interested. Kind of, uh, Supergirl's got some um, uh, got some goodwill to, to build up in my book. So, yeah, and then Flash. I'm, I'm interested in checking out all the shows, but actually, mostly Supergirl because it feels like the most changed mm-hmm. um, from the rest. And so, and I think just like Greener and the Canaries, there's a lot of opportunity to do like soft resets like hey this stuff doesn't like like if i was buried i'd immediately check like wait is my daughter back around can i go to the future is my daughter <laughs> oh yeah maybe she's you know what i mean maybe like she's good who knows nora maybe nora, we got yeah. rid of all the confusing stuff with reverse flash yeah, but doubt, like doubt that's, the, that's the point but that's the what was the point of crisis is like to clear the decks granted the comic introduced just as many confused there's a reason zero hour came out like 10 years later because the other things got complicated um but like yeah i'd like to check out supergirl like again you can kind of like it's a refresh, you know? Mm-hmm. Hopefully it brings in more viewers. That's always cool. Um, but maybe don't because we want less of these shows to watch <laughs> because we had three more on the way. 
Oh my god. Three more. What's the third? Three. You got Stargirl, I'm counting. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Stargirl, yeah, I'm yeah. counting. That's a CW Stargirl, show. Uh, Green Superman. Arrow. Superman. Yeah, Green Arrow and Superman. It's going to be called Lois and Clark, or what's it going to be called? Uh, I keep calling Superman and Lois, I think. I keep calling it Lois and Clark, though. It's more fun to say uh, than Superman and Lois. Uh, Is show going to be called Superman and Lois? So far. It should be called Super Lois Man. It's pretty good. Thank you. No reason to come back to that. That's pretty (laughs) good. So we're going to get back to Flash, and Vibe will have his powers back, because thank God, because why would you get rid of those? Why would you ever do that? No, but they had the opportunity to get his powers back like six other times, and they didn't take it. Yeah, well, then Monitor's like, well, I'm going to need you to just close your mouth for a second. I'm going to give you your powers and your costume back. You know, it's funny, though. I kind of wish they would clean the deck on the Flash supporting characters and just give us the Wonder Twins as interns. Like, give us Flash one character, the the Wonder Twins as interns, and then we're just off to the races. You know, maybe like Elongated Man there. That's like a fun one where it's like... he should be on Legends. He should. (laughs) That would be a lot. He would do very well over on that show. Remember when they were like... uh, Wait, did I write down the character's name? Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. His name was... Barad is Zari's boy character. Remember Zari turned into oh, a yeah. boy at the end of Legends? Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're like, Barad, we don't know. You gotta go find his totem. Oh, they said that multiple times. I'm like, I literally have no oh, idea no who you're idea talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I had to think about it. I was like, who's fucking totem? I was like, oh, the boy. And Zari's in the trailer. Wait, is so... Legends coming back? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, next week. I thought, we were, <laughs> I thought we were done with that one. With that show? Yeah, for now, because you know it's usually... Abridged. Yeah, yeah, but Arrow's gone, so you yeah, have to fill it up. Yeah. You can't let it rest. <laughs> it has to keep going. Point. When are these other shows happening? Huh? 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 Who? They go from now until far after we're dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, Flash is going to be interesting because they spent half a season being like, Barry, you're dying, and he's like... Pfft. Fuck yeah. All right, here we go. Make sure Iris has kids, maybe. I don't know. And let's kill Reverse Flash while we're at it. No, they didn't do any of that. We know in the back half of the season, Reverse Flash is coming back. Wally's coming back. And there's going to do some cool shit with that. Wally. 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 Maybe Wonder (laughs) Twins. Maybe Gleek. And maybe Gorilla Grodd, because you always got to get one episode. You got to get one Grodd. I am a little bit... And one King Shark. We haven't King Shark yet. I I am slightly... King Shark? When was he? I am slightly (laughs) bummed. Didn't we have I, that big episode this year? Who knows? That's all blending together now. Yeah. Last season, this season. I am a little bummed that we didn't get like a, a big villain. You talked about the villains in the comic going back in time. It would have been cool to like Lex, Grodd. Maybe we pull the Joker from Gotham and they all like have to in go do flash. in reverse flash and they all have to go do a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, get reverse uh, flash to no. fight the monitor and then die. And you're like, oh, that's that was cool. Because yeah. he can die whenever he wants. And <laughs> then uh, the Hawks didn't show up. No Vandal Savage. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. I'm okay. Okay, all right, all right. All right so fair. the next season of Legends is in hell or whatever. People from hell are coming back, and they're like, they go down to hell one more time, and like the Hawks are there, like, oh no. There's so much more. Make we a note of make, Lucifer. What if they're like of hell? Well, no, they were like they made a they made a mention of Maz Maze. Maze. Maze from the show. Yes. Constantine knows him. Maze. Netflix. Maze. So we're never going to see that character ever mm-hmm. again. <laughs> okay, so hold on. What were what were y'all favorite cameos? Uh, Ezra. The whole thing? Yeah, it's not counting be, Ezra. It's be Ezra. Oh, uh, uh, Ashley Scott, who was from Birds of Prey. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I've actually really liked Burt Ward's because rewatching again, I like his ro- casual Robin cosplay. <laughs> I like Ace. I like Ace the Bat Hound. Yes, the weird retro world, and he says a 
Robin thing. Yeah. And Burt Ward got his uh, star on the Walk of Fame. This really? So, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Has he done a lot after? I mean, but he saves literally like every dog he sees. So <laughs> Every dog. He do- I mean, that's why he had the dog in the in the show, which is cool. But yeah. um, that was cool. Uh, and I liked Brandon Routh as Superman again. That I don't was... hate him as Superman. What about you, Roxy? What were some of your favorite crosses? Tom Welling, I think, did a really great job. Really good cameo. Yeah, really good cameo. Now he can I... rest. What did you say? Now he can rest. Yeah. <laughs> I agree um, with Brandon Routh, if you can call that a cameo. but Because like, he's a regular yeah, on the show. But yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Ezra Miller. I liked seeing Burt Ward. I wish that, uh, I think we could have, done something more fun with lucifer like was my favorite in theory but mm-hmm. the scene actually wasn't my favorite i mean for some for i don't know about you but for me for someone who doesn't know anything about lucifer the show i liked his i like this cameo. I, I agree with sam i was like i was like oh cool like because yeah. not having watched the show I, for me it's got to go to kevin conroy just because I know when Matt Robb was on, he like poo pooed all over the Kevin Conroy, but to me, it's like the second he, you hear his voice before he comes down, you're like, oh, it's Batman. Yeah. And then it shows up, and the whole, and I like that he is evil. Like, it's like we only get one Batman, but he's evil. I like the way they tied him into what's going on with um, Kate. Like, I just, I, I really, it's, it, that really made me happy. And he, uh, then Kate took that kryptonite and then threw it out the ship or something, whatever. I like that, though, was. too, that, that they didn't end up punching each other because yeah. they're two grown women that know how to communicate. communicate yeah, that's Boo! Punch. Punch, punch. Punch, 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 punch. punch, punch. punch. Well, okay, so do we cover all the shows? Arrow, Flash, Black yeah. Lightning. I think everything. Batwoman will take the lesson of, Kate, of her sister could be anything, saved. Right? Well, no, she got that picture of her of her sister. That's probably going to pop up at some point. And that's season. really going to make it complicated because the sister like literally just killed her mom. Mm-hmm. And sister? Oh, Almost wait, what are, you ta- what are you talking about? At the end of Batwoman's mid-season finale, we got the death of her adopted, of her stepmother yes. and almost yeah. death of stepdo- uh, stepsister. No, yeah. no, she she took the anecdote. So she, the, <laughs> she, so she made it. And then the... Uh, and but that was like Alice and Kate and her dad had to sit down and were like, yeah, Alice has definitely got to be put down. We're going to kill her. And right. they were like, they were going to murder her. Right. And now they're like, if she had a different haircut, she would have been a good person. Like that's what <laughs> that's what she's at right now. Because she has that picture from the crossover. And she had brown hair. Her growing up all right. Okay. With brown. What are you confused about? <laughs> I guess I'm not confused. I just guess that doesn't mean you should not hurt somebody oh no no no! you're very right but, okay uh, she's yeah. a murderer and in the american justice system murder equals murder so mm-hmm. eye for an well, eye that's in the bible put her in prison by right? the way danny i'm saying smallville i'm i love tom welling i'm glad i got a happy ending I, we didn't see in the final montage tom welling's earth so maybe it didn't come back oh you don't want to come back for our shows well you can never come back again motherfucker you fucking your fucking earth's dead you have two dollars guess what we killed them they're dead <laughs> that's what mark guggenheim probably said yeah that's what he probably texted him yeah, I, so well, let's, uh, overall ratings. Overall ratings. I'll, I'll kick things off because Roxy asked me. Um, I give it an A for ambi- A plus for ambition. Like I said earlier, could not be more ambitious if it tried. Was it able to achieve all those ambitions? Not really. Best parts, as is true for most of these crossovers, is the character stuff. And I think it's something that's made the Marvel movies so successful is like nailing these characters' interactions. The the fact that it was Barry and Sarah there when Oliver died and what them unpacking that for those characters and the show's ability to acknowledge the eight years of history that it's built up and all that stuff. Seeing just the one scene of Kate literally just sitting on the couch with Alex and Kara. Stuff like that. Like all the cameos and even though 
I think all of them were spoiled for us before they came out, no matter how hard the show's tried, uh, the showrunners tried. But like all those cameos, uh, A plus for ambition, but I think overall, because like maybe because it was homaging the comic or whatever, a lot of storytelling beats were murky at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Arrow and Flash could have done a better job laying the groundwork for anything on this stuff instead of both pouting about dying. Uh, explain who the monitor is, who the anti monitor is, and who the specter is. Um, Harbinger. Uh, I'm Harbinger. Harbinger Pariah. Anyway, I give it a B. I give it a B because I think the stuff that worked really did work and the stuff that didn't work was... <laughs> so I think overall I'd give it a B. What would you give? I'd give it an A. To me, this was super, super solid. Maybe an A- minus because like, I'd give it a 9 out of 10, so 90 is an A-, minus, right? Math. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I yes. thought that this was so good. I think it's the best one they've done so far. It might be the best crossover that television's ever done. I, I just... I loved it. Yes. Where it's the most ambitious. Yeah, it's, for sure. And were there some unsuccessful moments? Absolutely. But like for what they were able to do, the time they had, the budget they had, them all having to shoot like the, our main people, what were they called? Uh, the paragons. paragons having to shoot all these episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, it's incredible what they were able to do. So I, I think it's definitely a solid nine. And I think it's worth pointing out based on what you're pointing out. I would. This has to be significantly more complicated than even what they did for Endgame, because mm-hmm. all those actors are still had contracts for Marvel. You're pulling people from sh- people whose shows have been off the air for years. years. You're mm-hmm. pulling people who have TV shows that are currently on the air that they need to shoot. Just like keep the, shooting. the scheduling, the Herculean effort that this took to ta- it took to make is insane. Mm-hmm. Like what we got for how much work it. I'm just I'm impressed. I'm you impressed. got a cameo from a guy who's got a, a show that's been on two Fox and Netflix, two separate networks, mm-hmm. and he's shooting another season. Yeah, Netflix would kind of like loosen the reins a little bit. It's like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just it, like we got a show. Go for it. Why not? It, it's insane. Sam, what would you? Uh, F. No, I give it a. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, there. Burn the, the world the, down. The first episode was I felt personally was really strong. They had some dumb moments, but overall I liked what they were addressing. Two and three, it really just it felt sandbagged by them just trying to resurrect Oliver. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what? Oh, because also we know the show's ending. So like, who's this for exactly? And then uh, four, I got more on board. Five, it was uh, a highlight for me as well. So like one in five, like one, four, five are my personal favorites. Uh, overall for ambition, fully agree. It's like an A. Uh, and then I think they started to get like kind of lost with what they were even trying to do. So they're like, okay, just look at this comic and just kind of like copy down what, mm-hmm. you, what happened. When it got into that, shit just stopped making sense after mm-hmm. a while. Um, but overall, the utilization of characters that we know and love, very cool. Um, I think LaMonica Garrett, just shout out, because I think he did a really good job. with. Yeah. He was saddled, really challenging he was saddled with two very nebulous characters, and I thought he did a very good job with them. And uh, you know what? For what comes next, it, it definitely earns uh, an attaboy. Just uh, for... I guess to be totally fair, I give it like a B minus. Uh, I think I liked Elseworlds like a little bit more, just I, for my enjoyment boo. overall. Well, also it, it had like a clearer through line of what boo, was happening. Smaller focus. I, yeah. I agree. My favorites are still Invasion and Elseworlds. And you got the Smallville theme song in that one. We didn't get the Smallville theme theme song in this I'm one. Pretty sure. We did. Oh, you just rewatched them, so you would know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, pff, I remember. They flew to the Earth thirty eight, and they like somebody save me, and it was amazing. <laughs> Ooh, I screamed like a little boy. You just but, rewatched them. 
Huh? Yeah, yeah breakdown. So I had to rewatch uh, all of them. Yeah, I, watched I them. might honestly because we watch. I watch them on the CW app, and sometimes the quality is not the best. Mm-hmm. I I kind of would I do want to get all five episodes on some an HD format just so I can like. But only bummer is is like giant anti monitor is not going to look better than, than the app. True. Yeah. yeah, but I get what you're but saying. I want to see Ezra and Grant hug in yes. HD. And thank God they had them like interacting with each other because you like fans are not going to believe that you didn't shoot Ezra Miller on a green screen, especially yeah, with the way they shot all all the speed force stuff because it was a lot of like face on 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 grant and even outside of that yeah single shots you know what i mean and so um but same and then they got the pictures after like hey it's kind of like i remember when watching endgame in the funeral like wow they green screen in a lot of people and then you see the shot like oh shit they were all there Mm -hmm. damn you plan a picnic everyone you bring it potluck everyone bring their own stuff then we'll just quickly shoot everybody bring your own brand there you go. go we'll join them together that's how you do it but you know what if they what? do another crossover next year... Yeah, James or Argenta in the chat asks, what do you think they'll do next year? Something Infinite smaller. Crisis, yeah. <laughs> which is the sequel to uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where it's good, good guys from Infinite Crisis... Wow, fuck me. <laughs> it's so much more fucking confusing because then they make a multiverse again and just make it more complicated. Uh, Put um, Supergirl back on our own Earth. I will say, before they showed that it was Bebo, I kind of thought it was going to be Starro. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if the next... A crossover is like either a more official like Justice League type situation. What, Ooh, what shows Star do you think are cool. going to be a part of it and how All many episodes them. do you think it will be? I, I was more. wondering as part of that I, I'm kind of thinking because you and I were like wondering like why did they split it up this way yeah. and we kind of were thinking maybe it was budgetary mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the next crossover is going to be January of 2021 you know what I mean like because like we blew our crossover budget for budget 2020. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if all Flash, on Ezra Miller? If Flash took a hint and was like, "Wait, there's a new multiverse now. What if we did a season where we just did like five episodes in each one and we went after villains like Legends does? You know, like in time periods. Yes, and that'd be really cool as a team. They went universe to universe. But yes. I don't, I don't see the show doing. And that. then make it 13 episodes. Going back to nope. what you just yeah. said about Ezra Miller, though, do you think that they paid him the big bucks for this? Because I kind of think they probably didn't. Well, again, with the story that it was a uh, WB exec that yeah. hinted it. And also, I, I think this benefits from the fact that Ezra Miller is a gosh darn fan. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's legit That's a fan. So, you could see that so hard. Yeah. Like, he cares about the character from the fact that he wanted to write his own script with Graham Morrison. Like, he cares about the character. He cares about this stuff. And, and I genuinely, it, this didn't feel like a duty. Mm-hmm. But I, he was probably paid decently. Ooh, a crossover that could be fun is what if you created it? We have someone that writes Superboy Prime, punches the Wally universe. That's Infinite Crisis. Mm-hmm. But okay, take that away. But what if you had a character that remembered also and was fucking pissed because something didn't carry over from where he was? And now he's like, oh, but the, the heroes did it. It's their fucking fault what happened That's and you, great. Create, a, you similar, create a villain. Similar to, to some of the stuff they did with Flashpoint where like yeah, yeah. Cisco's brother was dead. You know what would be interesting is if we did smaller crossovers. So like there's a Flash Supergirl crossover. Musical episode. There's a Legends uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries yeah. crossover. Like there's little like maybe there's a Supergirl bat- there's not like a big world ending crossover. There's just like smaller pot because now we've made all these little relationships you could do batwoman well, supergirl. supergirl and lois and clark or superman and clark or whatever yeah those yeah. Are, shows are probably so so maybe that's what you do superman uh supergirl and batwoman you know what i mean because the green arrow show takes place in the future that and legends you know it's stuff like that flash and black lightning because they hung out a lot and the they're lightning bells. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I and mean, then they they were the only two. Black Lightning didn't really interact with anybody else except for Flash. Yeah. Oh, no, you can. So, okay. So, if it's, if it's Superman, Supergirl, and Batwoman, then it's Legends, uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries, and Flash, because he can also time travel. And I actually do kind of want to see Nora hang out with uh, Mia and that, because they're, they're both 
semi-close in the future, you know, time-wise. Yeah, that makes sense. So so maybe that, that would be cool. I'm in on it. She's coming. Here she we know is. What you want to say this about is the crossover it. everybody wants. Aww. Aww. You're really going. You're really <laughs> pounding really into my getting... nards, girl. <laughs> this really hurts. <laughs> there you go. That's better. There you go. You can just sit right there. You want to say anything? You want to say anything? All right. Well, oh, can I they hear the licking? It's freaking me out. I think I think that's a good place to end. I think we got yes. all our thoughts out. DJ, where can people find you? At DJ talks trash. Every place that matters. Roxy. Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. No, no. I'm at Sam Basher. When there's always who shot. Also, stay tuned because uh, things with Super TV are going to be switching up. We've done the biggest crossover that they could ever possibly ever do. Hey, Arrow's ending soon, and so um, stay tuned to all our social media, including at Only Stupid Answers. You got the vowels from. You got the vowels from stupid. Sorry, he did point to me. I sorry, old habits. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So Winona felt bad for me. Oh. She's over there. She's over there. Um, uh, stay tuned for announcements for that. Tune in. Tune out. Have a good time. Right. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye